Welcome back to the One Two Kentucky Blue Podcast. I am your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am very excited about the conversation that you're about to listen to. What you're going to be listening to is a majority of our strength staff talking through our virtual summer internship. And what you're going to be listening to is something we do on a regular basis at the end of every semester, and that is our after action review. With our after action review, we take some time, we allot a good chunk of time to sit down and really reflect on the past semester. And specifically, like I said, we're going to be talking about our virtual summer internship. We talk about the good, where we excelled, and why we excelled in those areas. And then we also look at the areas that maybe were a shortcoming, maybe somewhere where we need to improve on in the future. And this is a vital part to our strength staff improving as a whole. We hope you enjoy our conversation. Um, just like we told the interns at the end of that meeting, I, I couldn't be happier with how well this virtual internship went from the I feel like we were as organized as we could be leading up to it. Um, obviously, we had to roll with the punches quite a bit with figuring out the entire setup, especially when we found out that we were going to get some athletes back on campus in the middle of June and volleyball being that first team that came back um, on campus and we were able to work with. And now that soccer's are back on campus, swims training, you know, BMAC not being able to be at every single meeting, uh, I did not did not make any things better or worse. It was just what it was, and I was extremely proud that we were able to pick up pick up where maybe she left off, and uh, just keep the ball rolling. And I've told you guys this before, but the content with the areas that you were in charge of was presented extremely well the information that we gave them was clear it was concise it, it was well thought out uh, i was so happy with our with just how it was all pres uh, presented to them whether it was a powerpoint whether it was just sharing your screen and going through a document um and then i was also really happy with their with our summer interns interaction and it wasn't just staring at a screen for two hours where we were the only people talking and it was like pulling teeth for them to ask questions or be involved in the conversation or think through uh, and I'll kind of start with this is the, the reflection piece when we did our reflections on Thursday when they weren't doing the coach teach segment, everybody always had some really good thoughts in what I either asked them to think about or something that they were thinking about and reflecting on their own. And that typically spurred another conversation with somebody else that maybe they didn't think through um, quite as much. So then being able to hear each other's thoughts on what they're reflecting on and their answers from some of the assignments we gave them, I thought was uh, so great. Um, in terms of where we excelled and we could go in so many different uh, so many different directions with this question maybe we can start with the the um, where we excelled with the whole prepping for this virtual internship obviously untouched grounds we've never done this before um, if you guys can think back it's almost hard to think back to when we're trying Trying to scramble and put this all together uh, and we spent a lot of time doing that in the month of May as well where do you think we excelled in the in the prep phases of it I'll start with you D uh for for me it was like I think it was kind of chaos at first but I think once we realized like hey this is going to be the area that you're going to talk about this is going to be the area that you're going to talk about like we, when we started getting all of our minds together, we had so many ideas, but then when it came to like setting up the schedule, like on a weekly schedule, like, you know, Spurlock, you typing up like, you know, a week ahead of time, like, Hey, this is what it's going to look like. Um, and giving us an idea and then us talking about it as a staff, um, I thought was like, 
something that we truly excelled at. Like, it's like, okay, well, we're prepped for next week. Now we're going to prep ourselves individually to talk on the areas that you talk, you know, that you put in front of us, you know, for the, the weekly breakdown. Um, I felt like, you know, like you had said, when we were prepping, you know, I couldn't be happier with everybody on an individual basis on their prep work, just for those individual talks. I think those are the two main areas that, you know, prepared us to excel, you know, for the entire summer was, you know, you setting up the, the weekly agenda and then everybody prepping on their individual talk. I think with, as soon as we, and I felt like, as I think back, I felt a sense of calm when we finally decided no matter if we have athletes back, we're not going to have our interns come on campus. We're not even going to open up that can of worms um, and leave that up in the air. So as soon as we decided that, that everything was going to be virtual and we were only going to try to get prepared for like the first three, maybe four weeks. Like, hey, we got a ballpark plan for these first three, four. Everything else is going to have to be, well, we know we want to get through this information. We just don't know when we're going to get to it. I think having um, that mindset helped me calm down quite a bit and not be so anxious about how this whole uh, virtual internship would play out. Um, because what we would usually do in the summer is the entire eight weeks and even nine weeks, including the, um, the orientation week at the beginning was planned out to the T. We knew exactly what we were going to do. We knew exactly when our athletes would be into the weight room. We knew exactly what we were going to do from 11 o'clock in the morning until 1130 and then 1130 to 1215 and going from that mind frame and that mindset to, Hey, this is what we want to get done. We'll play it by ear. Um, I'm proud of us that we're able to make the adjustments on the fly and, um, even if you didn't have a ton of time, maybe you only had a week to prep for something like the um, energy systems talk that you gave Wood. It's that was still knowledge that you had in your back pocket, and you were able to put together a quick PowerPoint, be effective with it, have a great presentation, um, and I, I hopefully it didn't cause too much stress on anybody's end with the the um, the topic they were talking about that day. Yeah, and just going off of that, I think that, you know, going back to that early prep phase in, in April, we were really intentional about kind of setting like what exactly that like, we wanted these um, interns to get out of this, you know, I mean, we'll probably talk about it, but you know, we end up trying to bring some of those people on as, as part of our staff for the academic year, but um, just determining, you know, what what we're trying to get, what kind of skills that we're trying to get them. And, and once we kind of determined that, we kept it really simple. We didn't try to we didn't try to reinvent the wheel. You know, we went through, you know, basic, we found ways to work on coaching skills, even that we couldn't be on the floor. I think that that was something that was really unique to what we did this summer that, um, that was great that our, our interns got a lot out of. So, um, you know, going back to all the, the information that we gave them too, we just kept it so simple and we just gave them like usable resources and, and stuff that, you know, we're really good at and and we we allowed we gave them all that information um in a, in a really organized way and and it just you're right after that first couple of weeks Spurlock it just I mean this the kind of stress went away we knew where we had to get to at the end of the eight weeks um we had a plan to get there and, and we just kind of chugged along and made sure that we were ahead of ourselves we were just really intentional with it and I think that um I agree I definitely took a lot of stress out of my mind when it came to prepping for all these talks and these lectures and, and all these coaching skills drills. You know, one thing, and I'm going to keep coming back to it, but, but just the, the, the high level that the presentation of this virtual internship was, was great. And that just reaffirmed in my mind that even though this was new to all of us, um, every, Every area that we had to hit on, whether it was a, a teaching progression for the power clean, whether it was uh, somebody on staff going over our change of direction mechanics, everything was presented. Everybody knew the staples in our program. It didn't matter if it was D or Strobus giving that talk. It was, I, I knew that the information, 
was going to be correct. And we did not spend much time at all, uh, Alan, as a staff during our, our two staff meeting being like, okay, Strobe, me, what you're going to be talking about for the progression, like that, that's already known. That's already, that, that foundation has already been laid. Uh, it, it ran so smoothly. I felt like our summer interns were prepared. Sometimes they didn't always have the correct information, but that's part of the learning process. Um, but that's one thing I was super happy with um, was the, the quality of the quiz questions and the overall presentation of it as well. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Well, I don't think if you know this, Spurlock, but um, you know you were the one that put the agenda together. And when it came to the quiz questions, it, it came from the, the person that before. Well, let's just say that you know there was three people that presented the day before. Um, all of us got together that day. And we just had a group text to like, if that was would be Mac Knox, Strobus, myself. And it was like, hey, you had um, this talk. You had this talk. Let's do three questions for such and such. You do three questions for this person. Um, and we just did that as a group, you know, just to prepare. Um, and that's something that like, we didn't talk to you about. It was just like something we did as a staff. It was just like, we want to be prepared. We don't want the interns to feel like we're just coming in here, you know, shooting from the hip and, and throwing some questions out there. Um, you know, I, I thought we did a really good job with that. Well, that's awesome. And I, that, I think that is one of my fears that I had at the beginning is that it was going to look like we were just shooting from the hip because it was such un, uncharted territory. We had never done this before. Um, we had had a handful of staff meetings on Zoom prior to this internship starting. So even us being comfortable with you know, sharing our screen, a PowerPoint, whatever it might be from the logistical aspects of Zoom, I, I was worried about the actual, the, the sense that it looks like we were just throwing this together on a day-to-day -day basis, but I didn't feel like that was the vibe at all from the person that's uh, overseeing it and watching it happen in real life, nor did I feel like our summer interns had that feel either. That was great that you guys took ownership and were able to communicate whoever needed to ask what. So we were prepared for those quizzes each day. I'll open up to you guys next. What, what other areas did you think we excelled in? I think just like being adaptable, you know, going into this, we really didn't know what to expect. We were, you know, and we were hearing, you know, this might happen next week, or we may get an opportunity to do this next week or the following week. We just don't know. And I think that, you know, as a staff, we did a really good job of just being adaptable um, you know, when things came up, you know, we had people, a couple people get sick or have things come up that they needed to take care of and, or like groups coming back like they did. And, and you know, we were all ready, adaptable and, and ready to step in. And so I think that was one thing we did really well also. Yeah, to go off Wood's point, I, I completely agree. I felt like whenever something came up, we were very or it was very easy to kind of adjust things where it wasn't like a question of oh what can't do this okay then what are we going to do do we just take this segment out it was just instantly okay now who's going to fill in what's place because we know what's not able to do this this week or anyone else on staff and then I think we did a really good job in having an understanding of making sure like that things were going to be different and that there were going to be days where it seems like, okay, maybe this stuff doesn't necessarily pertain to how you are, how you're coaching in the weight room or anything like that. But these are still things that you can apply to your everyday life. These are still things that you can apply with your athletes and with whoever you're just talking with. And the, there were definitely weeks like that where I know they probably at first were like, oh, well, this doesn't really apply to strength coaches. But then they probably realized, oh, being a strength coach is actually way more than just what we do with our student athletes in the weight room. And I thought everyone did a really good job in portraying that and making sure that that was known to all of the interns we had. I like that point of being adaptable, um, especially with the unknown of what this internship was gonna look like. And I think that comes back to, we're adaptable as strength coaches in person as well, whether it's a last minute change in, uh, you know, you planned on running a group outside and you wake up that morning and the weather's bad and you have to think of plan B where you got, are you going to be able to get inside anywhere to 
still get the work in that you want to with that team to even being adaptable with our with our staff. So we're, we're set up in the in the manner that if somebody else is sick or somebody's on vacation, we have that contingency plan. What was the last point that you said, Knox? That there were a lot of times where it, we were really understanding and kind of planning things in terms of, okay, well, we don't have much more coaching, so what can we actually give these interns or what can we teach them throughout these weeks? And then it was like, okay, we can teach them leadership lessons. We can teach them all these lessons that are going to apply to more than just strength conditioning first off, but then they also still apply to strength conditioning, just maybe not how they're coaching in the weight room or anything like that. And I think it's sometimes hard for young strength coaches to connect those dots. And I think we did a good job of that taking time because we had plenty of time for this virtual internship to connect those dots. One thing that Cam Bird said in the previous episode that stuck with me uh, and D, I know you'll appreciate that is he said exactly what Knox said, where he was talking about, you know, really good strength coaches, we're forward thinking, but we also do a really good job of developing our younger strength coaches from a leadership standpoint, from a character and integrity standpoint. Um, and knowing that that just doesn't carry over into strength conditioning and making you a better coach and a better professional, but that carries over into your personal life and making you a better friend, brother, sister, whatever it might be. Uh, that was one thing that Cam brought up that, that I was, that put a smile on my face because that's obviously our goal, but sometimes we either a young strength coach doesn't have the maturity to see it at the time or, uh, all they're thinking about is strength and conditioning, sets and reps, volume, intensity, and they don't understand the the personal side of it. Yeah, and we we got into those talks. I mean, this summer with the leadership, we we just said that like, you know, there's so many raw raw strength coaches out there that just want to be that meathead strength coach, where it's like, no, that's not what it's about. It's about the overall theme you know are, are you a great person are you a great leader are you a great coach um, there's three different areas you have to really look at and I don't know if our interns saw that you know the first week but I think after eight to nine weeks of having them in here I think they saw the impact of that of like oh they they are something outside of strength conditioning they are a leader you know to young strength coaches they are leaders to an athletic department um, so, you know, that, I think that's some, that's one area that I felt like we excelled at a ton with is, you know, everybody, you know, pulling their weight on the leadership talks and, and telling them that it's not about just being a strength coach. It's about being an overall leader for, for anyone. And we, uh, I think we had a good ballpark plan where the first few weeks we were really going to hammer in. Um, our teaching progressions with, um, you know, squats and our Olympic lifts. And then as we got past, I think it probably was like week three, that's when we started throwing in the leadership talks and they loved it. And I, what was the first one that you did? Um, True North. True North. Yeah, they, uh, you could see the excitement in their eyes and it was evident even over Zoom that they were engaged in that conversation. They had great feedback and then even um, in that reflection piece and give everybody that's wasn't a part of our summer internship this summer. So at the end of the week and we ended our week on Thursday, they would do a coach teach session with a majority of the strength staff in another zoom room. And then anybody that wasn't doing that at the time was in the main room with me. And we were just reflecting about the week, uh, somewhat of a little bit of a Q and a, and that first week that we did the leadership uh, discussion with coach D on the book True North, that you could just tell how much they enjoyed that part of being a strength coach and wanting to grow and gain knowledge in that area. Um, so I was happy with their their excitement for that because a lot of times it's it's hard to connect the dots as a young strength coach with you know becoming a better coach doesn't always mean that you understand a certain periodization method better. It it might be that you're that you um, understand how to connect with people at a higher level. 
Yeah, I noticed that too, Spurlock. Um, after that first, really, that leadership discussion, they really got engaged and really loved it. And I think the one thing that we did well as a staff was just we were engaged as well. We were very passionate about all these talks. Now, I can't say every day was the most high energy day that you'd ever be on. You know, being on a computer screen for several hours can get monotonous and boring. But I mean, like listening to D talk about all of those leadership talks that he did, man, it was, it got me fired up. And, you know, when, when we were going through progressions and, you know, you know, I love talking about Olympic lifts and periodization, you know, I, I was feeling myself getting fired up and going on tangents. And, and I think that we did a really good job of bringing the energy and the passion um, and showing them like, hey, like this maybe this is a plan B. This isn't, you know, what we want to do, like in an ideal world, but we're going to embrace it and we're going to attack it and we're going to do a great job at it um, because that's just who we are. One thing I um, I liked seeing, and this wasn't anything planned that was on our end or my end, but a lot of the times a question would be asked and it was answered by something we had already talked about maybe the previous day or the previous week, but it was, it might've been a question about something specifically strength conditioning related, but we were able to answer it by coming back to a concept that D talked about in the leadership talk the next day and having everything meshed together very well, which helps me out as a leader because I'm able to say like, you know, even though I didn't think about it this way, things are starting to come together and A affects B, B affects C, and it always comes back to A and a lot of the things come back to our core values. Um, so being able to see everything come together, being able to answer questions with information that we have already given them. And there were a few times that I remember some of them asked uh, a question and we ended up have, have to say, hey, let's table that until next Thursday because we're going to talk about that um, then and we can dive into it deeper. Um, it, it's cool to see our program very organically starts uh, coming together in all facets from the X's and O's of strength conditioning to us, um, you know, holding our core values to a high level, um, us communicating those, those core values and the, the brand and the staples of our program, and then also incorporating uh, things like True North, the leadership articles that Dee presented, uh, the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think that was probably my happiest moments as a as a supervisor this summer is seeing that all mesh so well together. Yeah, that first one uh, going back, I think it was share the story with the leadership talk. And then we went into True North where it was like, we were just trying to learn a little bit about them. Um, they sent all that information, but there was like pages and pages of, you know, stuff that they typed out, but it was just like to hear them talk and to, he you know, hear the stories from our staff to present to them like, was very impactful. Um, but, you know, I think going back to what Wood had said previously, like, you know, we got done with all the coaching stuff, you know, in that first three to four weeks. And then it was like, okay, where do we go from here? You know, you've got, you still have four to five weeks left of this internship. What do you plug in here? And I think when we did the coach teach and Spurlock, you sat in a separate room with the reflection piece, I think that was enough input for us to put something down for the agenda for the next week um, to present. Uh, so I think that's what kept, kept us filtering the summer, you know, to get to eight or nine weeks. Um, and I don't think if we did that reflection piece, I, I think that we would all be spinning, spinning our wheels, um, you know, just because they did give some really good input to the staff. One thing I want to switch topics, but still something I feel like, was a area that we excelled and our summer interns excelled at as well was our programming project. So this has been, we've been doing this same programming project for quite a few summers now where they have to program a 12 week um, wrestling program where they have three days of lifting. Uh, we break it up into different assignments where the first assignment is a, uh, they just choose all the exercises that they wanna use making sure that there's a solid progression. And then a second assignment goes into 
programming the sets reps percentages for their Olympic lifts and main strength movements, so on and so forth. So it's not just one big project that we throw out, throw at them. It's very well thought out. They have different due dates for each assignment, but I felt like this summer we had fewer hiccups than what we usually do. And I, I don't know if you guys agree with me on that hundred percent, but if you do, why do you think that was? And if you don't, you know, why, why do you think we're still having issues with our programming project? I think I agree with you, Spurlock. I think it was pretty smooth overall. I think um, it goes to a number of things and it's just, you know, the selection of, of who we bring on, you know, we bring on really great high quality people. Um, you know, you know, we, we'd, we like them to have a little bit of experience, maybe not with programming, but being at the strength and conditioning at the college level. Um, and so we bring in good people. And then I think one thing that may have helped was when we, we got a chance to like share our screen and like go over some like specific examples, be like, well, here's what we mean. Whereas in the past we would kind of sit down in, in, in just a room together and talk, Hey, all right, so we're going to go, here's the assignments that we're going to go through. I want you to select your exercises. We're going to email you our template. Um, and, and kind of plug in and chug from there. So, you know, being able to actually open up and share screen and be like, okay, this is what we do. Um, this is where, you know, we're going to put, you know, certain core movements that we're doing. Here's, here's, here's how to manipulate the template a little bit. Here's how to show that progression that we're talking about. We were able to just sit down and just show them where I think that, you know, in the future moving forward, when we get in person, we do the same thing. We just put, throw it up on the screen and, and bring out some examples and, and how to manipulate the, the format and, and really just, you know, be more efficient on um, like giving them the information instead of just kind of leaving that kind of middle ground of gap, like, Hey, here's what you're supposed to do. Let's talk about it. All right, now go do it. Like, Hey, we can look at it and we can really give them an opportunity to see it before they actually do it. That was, um, as you were saying that, what I was writing out the same thing is that there's going to be a chunk of things, and this will be a different part of our conversation that we want to maintain for future summers. And I think that's definitely one of them. And that was something I hadn't thought of is we did take time to share our screen, share our, um, uh, our programs with our interns. And when they see our programs when they're on campus, it is typically the daily sheet that they see that our student athletes sheet see during the summer but they never will, we never really sit down with them or we haven't in the past, have them see our master template, see how we progress things uh, from a, from a exercise example to how we progress sets, reps, percentages. So I, and I know they really enjoyed that because that was something they asked for us to do more towards the end of the internship. What else do you guys think? Why do you think the, the programming project went so smooth this go around? Well, you, you have to think about it too. In the summer, our typical summer, you know, we're getting there at five. Um, we're discussing the day. And then all of a sudden it's six to, you know, 1030 and we're rolling with teams. Well, then all of a sudden you get to 11 and then you got, you know, our staff meeting. And then, you know, you've saved, let's just say an hour for intern um, ship development because they're usually getting their development through coaching. Um, so you're, you're really on one topic for an hour a day where like with the programming project, we talked about it in the virtual internship for maybe two of the days where they're getting 45 minutes of programming talk, um, presented to them. So I think that, you know, what, what it said of them visually seeing our programs helped them tremendously. Now on the other forefront of it, you know, personally, I don't know if I would have like the fact of visually just seeing it. Like, you know, I had one of the interns call me and say, and this is really frustrating. I wish I was in person with you because when you're talking to somebody over the phone, discussing your program, that was a challenge. It's like, Hey, this is what you would do. You could FaceTime them. You could try to show them, you know, your program or discuss their program. Um, and you put notes down, but they're not really comprehending it as if you were in person with them, you know, at work. And um, I think that was the biggest challenge for them. But I think they got so much more learning experience from the virtual side of it because they got more hours put into that programming project um, where we don't get as much time at work. 
So just so everybody at home understands, so we have our programming project, we have assignments uh, that are due throughout the summer, but before an assignment is due, we have a lecture that specifically addresses that one assignment. And uh, going back to Dee's point, we did spend a lot more time, I think, revisiting some of those lectures and the notes and then getting quizzed on things. Um, but uh, we didn't do this right away, but it was something that, um, I think helped out when we got a few weeks in is we started recording those lectures and then Strobus was able to cut and splice and edit and then they were able to review that information on their own and that's another thing like I wrote down is things that we can keep as we move forward into the summer 2021 sharing our program with them our master template I think is good and then also thinking about recording our lectures putting that onto YouTube, giving them that link so they can go back and review that if necessary. Um, I think too, just going back, like looking at, you know, we went through all the content that we kind of needed to cover for the programming projects by the end of like, you know, week three, like we had talked about previously, you know, and so the end of the programming project isn't due until week six or seven, but we're out, we're done talking about programming. So that gives them time to kind of digest that content, talk about the nuts and bolts of strength conditioning with the programming, and then kind of get feedback on it, ask questions. They get, you know, multiple weeks to ask questions, get feedback, submit, do revisions and things like that. So it just, there was, it felt like there was a lot more like time because we got through, you know, most of the programming lectures a little bit earlier this time, um, which was good. You know, we still had the, the lecture that covered the content and then that programming project was due, but you know, just giving them more time as we had more time to go through more content and get through stuff earlier in the summer, I think helped. Um, one thing I'm, I'm going to, and we can bounce back and forth between areas that we still feel like we excelled in, but areas that were much more difficult. And the one note, note I made when Dee was talking a second ago is, you know, I like using the dry erase board. And if I'm talking through either, you know, an exercise progression or how to progress percentages, volume and intensity, uh, I like getting the dry erase board out, writing all that out. And that's really hard to do via Zoom. So I think at one point BMAC was um, sharing her screen and using her mouse to try to write out some percentages. And it, that part of it was definitely not as effective as uh, it could have been if we were in person on campus talking through something on a dry, dry erase board. Uh, like I said, we can bounce back and forth between you know the good and the uh, not so good, but is there anything else? Uh, it, it could be with programming project or anything that we did not feel like flowed as smoothly and it would have been much easier to do if we were on campus. Yeah, I think obviously Coach Teach is, is a drill that, I mean, there's limitations in that, doing it in person, like getting comfortable, and it's difficult. It's frankly just a difficult drill. A little bit about it, um, you know, we have different levels of it, but we kind of just start, we give our interns, um, we give them a workout. Maybe it's, hey, hang clean, three sets of two, and they're going to walk one of our GAs or coaching assistants through that workout like they're an actual student athlete, like they're a returner and they know what they're doing. So they start simple with maybe one athlete and one movement, and then we've progressed to have, you know, you have to watch two racks now. Okay, now we're going to add in you know, a primary squat movement as well, or a, a primary movement. Okay, now we're going to add a, a circuit at the end, a strength circuit or a core circuit at the end. Now we're going to turn the music up. Um, it's a very hard drill in general. And I think that doing it over Zoom was also very difficult. We, what we did was I have a, I have a platform set up at my house and um, Coach Knox would come and he would demo um, and be kind of like the, the athlete. Now we couldn't do multiple athletes. We only had one platform, but um I think it, it took them a little longer to grasp on to what we were looking for possibly than we, we had expected. Um, you know, reflecting back on that, I did some reflection and, and it's and you know, we could have done like a demo one with them just to kind of give them an example of, Hey, like this is how one of our coaches would handle, um, you know, working with one athlete doing, you know, one or two movements and things like that. But I don't know if I have like a great answer as to how we could necessarily improve it, but I would say that it started a little slower. And I think that um, our interns got, they could, I could definitely feel a little bit of like, maybe not frustration, but just like 
you know, it's difficult as is, and now we're doing it over Zoom, and, you know, you can barely hear anything, and you can only see from one angle, you can't actually move the camera, you can't actually move the camera while going and look for different things, so I don't know how we would maybe fix it other than giving them like a demo example of one of our full-time coaches doing one as an example, but I think that that was probably the most difficult part of the summer was getting, getting those dialed in and, and, and making sure that they were applicable to moving forward in the career of strength and conditioning. And I think as we think through what we will do in the future, so many things I want to keep from the programming project aspect, like recording our lectures, sharing more of our, the real programs that we take our student athletes through probably coach teach via zoom is something I hope we never have to do again. Um, and I would did a great job of explaining it, but those that haven't been through our program, it coach teaches just a way for us to put our young strength coaches into a controlled setting and being able to assess their coaching ability. And just like he said, there's different levels to it, but I, I agree with what, I don't know, maybe demoing it would have helped, but it, it's something that's, it's never going to be perfect, but hopefully we don't have to, have coach teach do that drill on zoom ever again it was frustrating it was definitely frustrating it was like to tell somebody to have more energy during coach teach was like a challenge for them because they were so monotone you know like they're sitting there like all right coach Knox, here we go you know we have two sets of three on hang clean you know and they're sitting there and there's so much silence and there's four of our staff members staring at the intern trying to coach, you know, coach Knox. And you're just like, this is awful energy, you know? So but one thing I did never really ask you guys is obviously I was in the main room doing the reflection piece, but like Knox, did you have pro trouble hearing them when they were trying to give you coaching cues? Yeah, definitely the first two weeks I wasn't wearing like an AirPod or anything. And there were a lot of times where I actually couldn't hear them. I just relied on Wood to kind of like tell me what they said or anything gotcha. like that. But then probably the last three or four, I started wearing my headphones. So that helped out a little bit. And off that, like everyone's saying, it was definitely a lot different. And even with an elite athlete like Coach Knox is, it was still very hard to kind of see what flaws he actually had and what he was doing really well. So I know it was hard for the interns to even kind of see that with only one camera angle that they had to, that they Dude, had. You, you just referred to yourself in the third person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, hopefully we never have to do Coach Teach via Zoom again. Um, and then we don't have to deal with that. Um, I'll say one thing, one thing I did enjoy that we incorporated that was a little new this year was um, one of our, one of our lectures that we're starting to incorporate is understanding like percentages a little bit and, and bumping. Um, like, you know, like there's a lot of times in the weight room where, you know, we're looking to, to, to bump, to bump weight and to have, you know, open sets and, and to progress in those. And, you know, we've had struggles with our coaching assistants coming in in the fall and in the spring and, and being a little bit behind and, and, and how to do that and how to understand what percentages look like. And so we actually, usually when we do it in person, we just have the, the coaching assistants perform the exercise with an open barbell. Um, and what we did this time was we gave them like percentages where it was like, Hey, they're going to, towards the end, it was power clean. Maybe we're doing three sets of two at 85% plus. And, but what we did was we didn't make coach Knox do his 85% for, you know, six athletes, three sets of two, but you know, we were like, okay, he's going to do 135. That's his 85%. So it forced him to start thinking through and say, okay, if 135 is his 85, what's his, what's his one rep max or what is his estimated one rep max? And then Knox did a, a really, really good job of, you know, mimicking like what those loads kind of look like. Um, you know, what you would see with the student athlete with, with 85% on the bar. Um, and it gave us an opportunity to work on that skill, which we hadn't necessarily done in the past, which I think was, I think it was awesome. You know, um, I think that that's something that once we get back in campus and on person, that's something that we got to incorporate into our uh, coach teach our more advanced um, sessions. Cause we do, we try to do one a week or one every other week, you know, for eight, eight full weeks of the summer. But I really, really enjoyed that. 
I agree, Wood. That was something that I didn't really think about, but keeping that that bump component to our summer program, I think will be something we need to keep moving forward. What else we got? What other areas do we, we think maybe we didn't do as well, or maybe some things that we missed? We can even talk about shortcomings, um, things that we said we wanted to accomplish, but we didn't. We just kind of open up the conversation. There wasn't a lot of negatives from the, the I, you know, yeah. I'm honest with you. It, it's when you bring that up, it's like the feedback that we got from the interns was just like, I don't know how you guys could run this any better. I mean, you know, it's a pat on our own back, but, you know, we were prepared. We were ready to go. You know, we didn't have any hiccups, hardly any hiccups at all. Um, and to think about, was there anything that was ugly about the summer? it's hard for you to write that down, you know, so. No, and I couldn't, D, I couldn't agree more. I think that for the situation that we were in, you know, life threw us some lemons um, and we did our best to, to do with what we got. You know, I'll say like, personally, there were some days where, you know, we, we had met ourselves and, you know, we did, you know, two hours a day. And by the end of the Thursday, it's like, ah, where do I find that energy? But, you know, that's the same as any other, any other job that we're doing or any, any other long week in the weight room. It happens all the time. And, you know, it, it, we're just not probably used to looking at screens for that long, which was the most, you know, part for me where it was like, oh, like, can we just get off the screen? Like, can we do something in person? Can we just meet in a park or something? Um, but other than that, I got to agree with you, D. I don't think, I don't know if I would change a whole lot, to be honest. I mean, we did, we, I think we were well prepared and, and we executed what we wanted to accomplish, which I think was important. We set that up really clearly at the beginning and we accomplished it. Let me ask this question because something that I thought of is obviously everybody did a virtual internship this year. Any program that's out there, I don't know any one that was actually on campus and in person. So I've been seeing what other people have been posting on social media and kind of the way they set things up. Was there anything that you guys have seen that you thought to yourself, maybe we, we could have done that? And I'll, I'll give you one example is uh, another school was bringing in different presenters uh, for their summer intern. So they would bring in other strength coaches, uh, other professionals from um, different universities. And I kind of like that idea, but overall goal for our summer internship is we want to make sure that they can be a solid Kentucky strength coach and know our procedures, our policies, the way and our progressions, the way we get things done. So I don't know if I would bring in a, a like a speaker from a different university or college each week, but I felt like maybe we could have incorporated Monica Fowler, a dietitian, maybe a little bit more, or brought in an athletic trainer or Dr. Cormier from sports psychology. Maybe that's something we could add that maybe towards the later half of it. I don't know if anybody else had any other thoughts. Well, at the end of the day, it's about what's best for our staff and our student athletes at the University of Kentucky. I think if we were bringing in different speakers from different schools, that's taking away the learning lessons of like how our program runs and how we run our student athletes. Um, and if I think we have to prep those, you know, four people that would stay on for the fall and the spring. But if you're bringing on a different presenter, you're hearing a different philosophy from different schools. And our thing is, is if you're going to be here at the University of Kentucky, you're going to follow our philosophy. You're going to stick to our standards while you're here. When you move on, you can put that in your toolbox. And if you agree with something, you agree with it. If you disagree with something, you disagree with it. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I think that if we're presenting our material, I don't know where we would have put in any other presenters from other schools. You know, we've already spent two hours on a day on our internship, Monday through Thursday, where it's like, hey, do we want to throw another hour on there where now you have three hours? Well, you know, take into a fact that we've got OPT meetings that we're doing every two weeks. You have all of your uh, team's staff meetings. You have your team meetings. Um, you have your professional development for yourself. You have your actual staff meeting for your, your department. So by the end of the day, you're looking at, you know, you're on Zoom for six hours. Like the last thing you want to do is add another presenter 
and it's nothing against the people out there, you know, that are presenting from different schools. It's just kind of what our philosophy is. It's like, we're here at the University of Kentucky. We're trying to win championships. This is what we're going to follow. I agree. And that would have been if we were had other people trying to get that scheduled, even if they were on our staff, they're busy too. They're having just as many meetings as us. So we're adding something on top of their schedule and then also taking the time to get that organized, planned out, scheduled. Um, and there was quite a few times where we had a flip flop some things like would set up the meeting for the movement assessment with the with the athletic trainers. So you guys have to hop off one day and then Knox and Strobus kind of led the meeting. So dealing with those changes and then having to worry about somebody else's schedule might have been the, the tipping point. Any other thoughts? I think one of the things is like in a normal year during the summer, like when I went through the internship, like by the time you get to like weeks, weeks six, seven, and eight, you know, it's a little bit more relaxed in terms of curriculum because most of the things that we filled in this summer are things that we talked about were things that you were doing on the daily. And so not being in the weight room with athletes, that's what we kind of supplemented in. So I think, you know, teaching, especially the people who are going to stay on staff, the new coaching assistants, teaching them and kind of like, you know, what do you need to know to get up to speed so that when you get day one here, you're ready to go, I think was really, really good. And that was something we kind of identified that we needed to fill in and we, we executed and we did it. You know, one thing I'm thinking through, so uh, everybody out there, we are keeping four of our uh, summer interns on staff for the next academic year. And we refer to, refer to them as our coaching assistants. And you know, us getting them up to speed and thinking through everything they need to know once they get on campus, is, it's tough to think through. But as I'm thinking more and more about it, it's more of the stuff that you would learn during the summer from a just being on campus standpoint, like, hey, where to park, <laughs> how to enter the facility, where the light switch, like stupid little things like that that are gonna take time um, once they do get on campus in a few weeks, but they'll pick on up on it fast. But those are gonna, I foresee those kind of being the hiccups that we have, uh, not giant uh, issues that we're gonna have with their, with their uh, coaching ability. Um, but that's what I foresee, kind of those little things popping up. One thing that I saw that I thought was, it was an interesting idea that got me thinking was uh, Clemson with their virtual internship. Um, Coach Metzger was, they did some almost like debates I think they probably turned into a little bit more of like roundtable discussions, but you know, they kind of like propose a theory or an idea and Hey, let's debate this or talk about both sides of it. And I think that one thing that that could be one thing we could incorporate into ours moving forward, maybe less of like, Hey, let's debate this, but like, Hey, let's have a roundtable talk and just give a, it gives us an, an idea or an opportunity to just like understand the thought processes of, of our, student athlete or of our excuse me our interns for the summer you know I mean I think I probably said it at least a hundred times when asked a question over the summer I said it depends um and you know there's no black and white and it would be very interesting to like hear the experiences of some of our interns and just kind of how they approach those situations because you get into those a lot where it's like hey you know when I was first young in my career I was I said that we were only ever going to squat all, like full depth A to G, you know, all the way down. But, you know, looking, looking, you know, throughout my career, it's like, well, there's a time and a place for that. And there's a time and a place to do the other variations of it as well. So um, it would be interesting to see like how they approach those kinds of topics, discussions, ideas, and get an opportunity to see where their thought process flows a little bit. I really like that. I did see that um, on Metzger's Instagram story that they did that. And it's got my wheels turning on what we would do. And I'll, like you said, would probably a couple different routes we could go. Um, but I think with the main overall purpose being that you, especially as a young strength coach, and even as somebody that has been doing this for 15 years now, I got to be open-minded. And just like you said about the squats, like years ago, you thought, you know, you were, the only way you could squat was ass to grass, full depth. That's it. You know, half squats, quarter squats, nothing like that. And, too many times and often it's on Twitter I'll see somebody say something it's like you don't you don't understand the the purpose or reason or why somebody would be doing this certain movement I'll throw out the example of kipping pull-ups I've seen people talk about kipping pull-ups like it's the devil like it's the worst thing ever and the stupidest thing ever it was like 
a time and a place probably for kipping pull-ups. There's probably some sports that don't need to do it at all, but uh, kipping is a skill. It can increase your upper body power, whatever the reasons might be. And I think it would be good for our young strength coaches for us to hear their perspective on things and maybe open up their mind to other thoughts or what other people might be thinking. But even for um, us to have those conversations as a staff, because I think there are some things that, you know, we really don't dive into um, as a full-time staff or a core seven staff, just because sometimes you just don't have time to, to um, sit down and talk about, you know, every little aspect of your program and understanding the thought of, you know, would why you maybe do full squats at this time of the year with your sprinters and half squats at this time of the year. And you can't always just take things from face value when you don't know the thought process and the why behind um, somebody's program. But I, I, that's something I wrote down is next summer, even, you know, as we go through the academic year, it, can we incorporate something like a debate or a round table where we choose a topic? And we kind of uh, just talk it through as a staff, being open-minded and just hearing other people's opinions, knowing that it's not always a right or wrong or yes or no. I couldn't agree more. I think that, that that's great, even even for us as the full-time coaches, just to listen to each other. I know I learned so much. I learned so much this summer just hearing Dee talk about his program from hearing you, Spurlock, talk about your program. I mean, you got a chance to see him over the years, but when you dive into the you know, the whys behind it. It was, it was very interesting and it, and it was very insightful as yeah, a coach. I, I like so. that. Like, even though the, when we went over our programs for our teams and you talked about your track program and how, like, and I talked about it at the beginning of this episode, like the presentation of everything was great. And it was so effortless with when you were talking through each week or each cycle of your of your program for some of your track athletes, it was great for our interns to hear and then be able to hear your thoughts. But it was great for me as well to be like, yeah, oh, I like the way Wood's thinking about this. Or, oh, I could take that and use it with women's basketball. And I don't think we do that enough as a staff. And a lot of the times it just comes down to, you know, literally we're not in the same state because D might be traveling with baseball. I might be traveling with women's basketball. You're at Shively. Uh, Knox is at the tennis courts, whatever the case might be. But I, I, I took a lot out of, I got a lot out of just hearing everybody talk through their own programs. Any other thoughts, guys? Good, bad, the ugly about this summer before we put a ribbon on it. Awesome. I was happy as a lark from the entire summer. So yeah. We can't say enough about our seven summer interns. So we have Asa, Connor, Donnie, Mark, Brent, Logan, and Carly. They did a great job. And I told them this early, earlier this week is that a lot of the times we'll think back to a internship or an intern or a group of interns. And I can't remember the year. I might be like, uh, they were here in 2016 or 2017. Hey, was so-and-so, did they intern with this person? And there will never be an instance where I think back to the summer 2020 and I don't remember this group of seven. Uh, it was such a unique situation. Like I've said before, I couldn't be prouder of our staff with the presentation of, of all the material that was done virtually. Uh, proud of our summer interns for always being engaged and prepared for whatever we asked them to do. Um, and overall, I hope you guys got a little bit of insight into what our summer 2020 virtual internship looked like. And hopefully you were able to take some nuggets away and make yourself a better strength coach or professional. Um, we're going to go ahead and call it there for this episode. If you ever, if you have any um, feedback for us, don't hesitate to reach out to us at ukstrength at uky.edu. Thanks and go Cats.